Hey, hey, welcome to the Roof Strategist Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. You're listening to the number one resource for free roofing sales training. Tune in for new episodes every week right here or on YouTube to learn how to market yourself, generate leads, pitch like a pro, overcome objections, and close more sales. And whether you're a brand new salesperson, a seasoned pro, or an owner or sales manager growing your team, pay close attention because I have an offer you don't want to pass up. I'd like to give you my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. You'll get instant access to over 120 sales training videos organized by category that can take you from zero to hero in a heartbeat. Head on over to theroofstrategist.com right now to get my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. That's theroofstrategist.com. Now, let's hop into today's episode. Super pumped for today's video, which was suggested by a subscriber, was it yesterday or the day before? They commented on a video saying, hey Adam, what were the five rookie mistakes that cost you the most? Which inspired this video, which was the five game-changing lessons for new salespeople. And even you seasoned pros, listen up, because I'm guessing that there's some gold nuggets in here that are gonna inspire you and help you make some more sales. So, before we jump in, I'm gonna go over five. I threw in one bonus one, because I think it's really important, and I'm gonna share that at the end. And, uh, and I'm gonna share some other fun, exciting things. Um, one quick thing to get out of the way in the housekeeping front. Uh, good news, bad news. Good news, if you got the email, which just went out uh, to everyone who's uh, on that email list, and you can get on it by getting a copy of the Pitch Pros, um, uh, Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library in the link. This is gonna be my last lunchtime live for a bit. Now, it doesn't mean that there's not gonna be videos. I'm gonna actually be doing even more videos, and there's gonna be videos replacing this time. I've been out in the field a bunch. I've got a lot of stuff I wanna share. And um, I've been having issues with the internet and stuff, and I just want the best quality I can. So I'm still taking suggestions. Every video is by suggestion. So email me suggestions, Adam at Roof Strategist. Um, grab a copy of Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training video library and Adam there. And um, uh, excuse me, you'll get a personal, I reply, reply to everyone personally, I'll follow up. So reply to those, pop your suggestions over, put a link in any of the comments on any of the videos. You're going to see more from me. So that's the good news. And again, the bad news is just a few less of these lives. And I'm considering doing a few more intimate lives like on Zoom that's more in like a webinar format. So um, stay tuned and in, in, uh, keep an eye on your inbox. So let's jump in today to the five game-changing lessons for rookie salespeople. These lessons, I believe, and I might uh, mess up the YouTube subscribers' names. I think it was like Rigo Asamore. And he says, hey, what were those five mistakes that cost you the most? And I, saw, I thought, you know, I look at these mistakes as what were those lessons that could have helped me make more money? And I have them down, so I'm going to go through all five right now, along with a bonus one. Lesson number one, ask for the business. If you're in sales, I had some comments from some subscriber saying, hey, that's sales 101. You are dead right. It is. Asking for the business is sales 101. And guess what? I didn't have it. I used to just go through the contingency and say, hey, what do you think? Does this sound good? And all that. And um, I never directly asked. And, and as simple as it sounds, and I see the chat blowing up here, I'm going to turn my attention to that in a minute. Um, as simple as it sounds, just saying, is this something you'd like to move forward with? Would you like our company, the name of your company, to move forward with this on your behalf? Would you like us to get started right away? Just asking for that immediate yes, because people aren't going to tell you. And I know it's silly. I've been in sales a long time. I've now uh, directed and contributed to well over $100 million in sales. Um, lesson I wish I learned way early. So um, yeah, Caleb, make that change right away, man. You just got to ask. Go through your pitch and just outright, is this something you'd like for, for me to move forward with on your behalf? Is this something that you'd like me to get started on for you right away? Um, make, having that transition, and one thing I wanna to add to that is asking to present. So I don't know if you guys saw the post that I put up on 
the community section, but I met up with a, with a fan, Joseph, um, out in the field. I was up in Wyoming scouting a storm. You'll see some footage for that. And he was up there too. And he says, how do you pitch? He says, I was taught to just do it this way. And he shared with me how, and I just do it different. I go through everything and I say, would you like to, to, for me to share with you how we can help? So when you get to that yes by asking, that's when you bust that contingency out. So I used to just try to pitch because I was comfortable to try to get it in, right? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're talking to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and it catches people off guard. So I, I adjusted that approach and just said, would you like me to share with you? So I get to yes first. I'm literally having them ask me to pitch to them. Then I pitch. Then I ask, do you have any questions? And then I'll ask for the business. Is this something you'd like for us to move forward with? So that ask is huge. So that's number one. And I love that Caleb already had that takeaway. So always just ask for that business. Um, number two, ask for referrals using a system. I can't even tell you how many times that I have run sales meetings across the US. I've worked with suppliers, I've spoken on stage, and I even said, I'll open it up, raise your hand with the number of fingers showing me how many referrals you've asked for this week. I want you to do it right now. If you're live, how many referrals have you asked for this week? And so many people will sheepishly look around and be like, okay, it's like none. Or they'll be like one or two. Guys, you need to have a system. Watch my videos on the referral strategy that I use and when you ask systematically, which in my opinion, it should be a bare bones minimum, when you sign the deal, when you get the roof approved during production and when the check is picked up, okay? So some people will argue when you sign the deal, it's too soon, that's okay. But even if you drop that off, that's three, three per customer. If you're shooting at 50%, that means half the people that you sign up will give you a referral, knocking a whole lot less doors. And I miss those opportunities. And that's why I built a bunch of that into the battle pack, by the way. I have that sheet that you can leave behind. By the way, a lot of what's in the battle pack are the mistakes that I wish I had. Um, and Brendan says, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yes, I love that. I think that was a Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky quote, if I remember right. Um, so making sure to have that system again in the battle pack. I put all that stuff there because it wasn't there and I wish I had it. So the, the leave behind with a customer is a great thing asking uh, at all those key stages, asking in the emails as you send notifications about what's happening with the project. So when you layer those in, so you have those verbal three to four asks, um, I recommend, again, whether you're using my material or your own, I have emails in the battle pack that are sent to the customer throughout the process. And that's updates like, hey, your job's going on. So every time I give value and educate, I ask for a referral. So those emails that are in there are gonna ask for additional referrals. So when you layer those in, and then you send the emails after, which by the way, again, whether you're using my stuff or just copying the concept, which is fine, Go, go create your own if you can't afford it or you just are a do-it-yourselfer. Like, that's okay. I send emails 30 days, 60 days, 90 days after. So when I layered all those on, you get those four in-person requests, three through the emails that you're going to send out as a notification of what's going on, and then three afterwards. You're at seven referral requests. Unless my math sucks. Three, six. Yeah, my math sucks, guys. Ten. Ten per customer. Most people ask once per week. You're going to get them. So that was my second tip. Um, by the way, I am going to turn my attention to the chat here once I get through number three. We'll take a break. Time, the third lesson is time is your number one, number one resource. Squeeze every minute of time. You hear me beat this like a dead horse. The limiting factor in this industry is not your ability to sell. Even if you're not great at sales, if you take care of people and you ask for referrals, you're going to get busy. And you end up spending a lot of time in your truck that's dead time. Uh, you saw the video I just did on Sunday that showed you how to make sales using that dead time but wasting time driving around you got to squeeze every minute of the day sell smart get into a neighborhood don't go shotgun approach i was scattered all across like five different cities get into a neighborhood and focus your efforts because time is of the essence and use your time wisely i have 
I've done some trainings that you can watch on the channel on time management. If you have the Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library, look at the Goals and Motivation section. I do a bunch of videos in there on, um, on uh, what's the word? Time management. Um, rain days, nighttime, when to pair what activities and what time of the day. Don't use prime door knock time to catch up on, on things. And yes, Caleb, use your calendar. You should be a slave to your calendar. Set up notifications. It's definitely huge. All right, so let me just quick pop into the chat, and then we're going to wrap up the, the other three. Hold on a minute. Will it, why won't this open? Here we go. Thank you. All right. So uh, we have, how, how do we get over objections? I just need to think about it. A few more quotes, not ready to do something. Um, Josh Hustle, or uh, J-U-S Hustle. So download, if you don't have it, um, click the link in the video description. You can get my pitch like a pro video library. I have an entire section on objections, and there's objections in there that are going to help you out, objection handling. I go over that into great detail, so I'll let you watch. Like You can binge through, through those videos. There's a ton of them. Um, we've got Hope All's Well, brother. Thank you for being here. Hey, Nathan. And let me see. Marty, thanks for joining in. All right. We have this one, hate feeling salesy. I always get the most uncomfortable when getting into that stage. I love solving a client's problems. and need to incorporate asking to move forward with that. All right, Caleb, I want to touch on this real quick when it comes into feeling salesy. I, I'm doing a couple videos coming up on confidence and motivation. Um, I've had a few people reach out to me personally, by the way, that have said, Adam, I love the way you sell. And that's a, it's a, I love getting that compliment. And it, I felt salesy too, Caleb, when I first started because I felt like I was trying to sell. And the more confident that I got in understanding the process and really committing to being there to solve their problems and just knowing like, I teach sales training, I teach sales tactics, but when you understand that, that you're there to help, you're providing a really good solution, you believe in what you do, you can do all that without being salesy but still understanding what it takes to earn someone's business. It's the same thing if you were gonna ask the, the beautiful guy or gal out at the bar you know, or out to dinner. You just gotta, you gotta ask for the business. You can't just think it's gonna happen. All right, let's get back to number four. Number four is network and build relationships like your livelihood depends on it. Um, you never know where opportunity comes. One of my best relationships I developed was through a nightmare customer. Wanted to do a home addition, put our roof replacement from the hailstorm on hold. I was coordinating with the builder, the job fell through. That builder ended up referring me a million dollars of work. No joke, in a year. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Two years, it's half a million a year. Um, so build relationships, insurance agents of every single customer. Watch my whole, I've done a couple of videos on uh, networking with insurance agents. Just pro tip here, get the insurance agent name from every single customer and reach out. I have this information in the battle pack with everything. If you wanna use it, grab it. If you wanna use your own, then I'll tell you how to do it. And what you do is you introduce yourself to the agent. You say, hey, we're serving this mutual customer. I'm replacing their roof. I just wanted to make myself available to you because I know that the homeowner's time of you know, <laughs> judging their experience with the insurance is through this process. So I just want to make sure you're up to speed and see how we can help out. And then by the way, if you know anyone else we can help, we can do it. You don't offer money. It's not right. Not with an insurance agent. You, you can't do it. But you can offer to give them priority service and help out, uh, which I, I teach. And watch those videos. So network like your life depends on it. All you need Guys, I had like two or three agents sending us work all the time. It was just easy ways of networking with them. All right, let's move on to number five. Number five is this. Um, use every rejection as a learning opportunity. I uh, sent some emails back and forth with, uh, I think it was Melissa. She emailed, she says, Adam, that, that's helped me out a lot. When you get rejected, use that time as a learning opportunity. You have nothing else to lose. So stay at the door, stay in their home, challenge, ask questions, 
you should be uncomfortable as all get out. When you're uncomfortable, you know you're pushing it enough. And when you're pushing it enough is when you learn, when you, when you flex that comfort muscle. There, and I, I used to think this was garbage, but truthfully, there's no growth in comfort. There isn't. You gotta flex and be uncomfortable. And I'll be frank with you guys, doing these lives is really uncomfortable. If I mess up, I can't edit it, right? This is gonna live on YouTube. I know that there's not a million people that show up to these things live, but what I do know is it's a level of vulnerability, right? I am broadcasting to an audience that's living in a global platform that's gonna be up there forever. There's a, a high level of flexing my discomfort to grow the channel, to provide value. You know, I'm literally laying out on this channel all of my secrets, so to speak, that I used to charge a, a premium for working one-on-one -on -one with clients, which, you know, some clients will still like to work with me, but the idea is to uh, put myself into discomfort and grow. I love that. So Ralph says, hello, Adam, I hope you're doing well. I have more, more success being an advocate. I make people comfortable within seconds and I'm wearing a mask and setting appointments by text, video, chat. I love that. That's awesome. And um, yeah, and Caleb says, do you use or heard of ProCell? Uh, I, I haven't heard of that one. I'm sure there, there's a lot of great technology out there, so check it out. All right, let's move on to number five. No, that was number five. We're on to the bonus one. So let me recap those five, by the way. Um, ask for the business. You have to be direct. You cannot leave it to chance. You have to ask close-ended. So in my pitching, I always talk about open-ended, right? Making him think. When you ask for the business, yes or no. Is this something you'd like us to move forward with? Do you feel comfortable working with our business to move forward on your roof project? Whatever it is, okay? Number two, ask for referrals with a system. In my opinion, every customer should be asked a minimum of six times. Minimum. Ideally 10, all right? During and after. Uh, number, number three, time is your number one resource. Squeeze every minute out. Work smarter, not harder. Use every time of the day paired with the best time of the day. Don't be sitting in the office doing follow-ups and scopes at 2.30 in the afternoon. Rain days, mornings, evenings, all right? Um, network and build relationships like your livelihood depends on it. Everybody, insurance agents specifically, um, get the name of every person you can use my referral agent program. Same thing, by the way, with time as a number one resource. That's why I'm also a big advocate of direct mail because you can be sending those when you can't be door knocking or you can be sending them um, during times when uh, on top of your door knocking, right? Mornings, evenings, rain days, things like that. All right, and number five, use every rejection as a learning opportunity. Grow, 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 that's how you build confidence, which leads me into the bonus of number six, which wasn't asked, but, so I said, admit when you're in over your head and stay confident. Don't let the lack of industry knowledge hold you back. You can outsell even the smartest roofer, all right? Now, ugh, sitting too much. Um, the reason that I put that one down is my number one obstacle was feeling like I didn't know enough about roofing. I didn't know what drip edge was, what rake edge was. I didn't know the difference between shingles. I'd feel caught in my heels and I'd feel really stupid. I had customers that would ask me questions and I'd be like, shoot, I feel so dumb. I don't know the answer. I remember getting into a verbal argument because I thought that, that um, an insulated backer board on aluminum siding was... Uh, Tyvek. Guys, it was like the dumbest thing ever. We got into this heated debate. No, the scope said this, that's that. Anyway, I just learned to admit when I'm wrong and to say, listen, you know, that's a really good question and I don't know the answer. Let me go hop on the phone with my manager and, and uh, I'm going to get that answer for you and be right back. Right? So don't admit, excuse me, don't be shy to admit when you're in overhead. Same thing that video I did on Tuesday about the adjuster. I had people reach out saying, Adam, you know, I admit to people when, um, excuse me, when with an adjuster that I'm new and the adjusters will teach you. So when you just kind of admit and embrace that you are new, but you still take care of people, that will help you maintain confidence. And I'll tell you, I didn't know Jack Diddley about roofing. And within 
under a year, I was running a multi-multi-million dollar multi-state location with a sales team of 30. And it didn't matter that I didn't know the ins and outs of finding a roof leak. I learned it in time, but I knew the people I could lean on. So you need to just embrace the process. And I'll tell you, I outsold people who are way smarter than me at roofing. But ultimately, this is a business of customer service, understanding people in sales. So don't let that hold you back if you are new. And even if you're seasoned, like so many people, oh, well, you don't know the difference. How many shingle, how many nails per shingle? Yes, you should know all that stuff, guys, like in time. But don't let that be your obstacle. So let me jump into the chat. I see some good stuff happening here. Hold on a minute. Do, do, do. Where did that go? All right. So. I have a network of claims adjusters who are using my photo skills for legitimate damage. They appreciate me helping them do their job, use resources. And then another one, try to get your customers to engage with you more. Find things around the house that's important. Absolutely. And knowing I could have hired them for cheaper. So Caleb, a uh, customer told me, I wish you would have told me you subbed the workout. If I would have known that, I would have hired them for cheaper. Okay, that is a great video. And I'm going to do a whole video on that because I came over that one a lot. So stay tuned, I will do a complete video on that. Um, and by the way, anyone that, cause I was reading that, the question was how do I respond to the objection that when someone asks, um, if I knew you subbed this out, I wouldn't have done it. You know what, I'm gonna jump in a little bit now because you guys are here. So, uh, and Damon, don't be nervous. Glad to see these videos are helping out. So anyone that's still here, this is what you do for that. When someone says, hey, do you sub your workout? You say, yes, we have a crew of relationships with subcontractors that we use frequently. And you'll notice this is quite common in the industry, but I wanna share with you kind of how this works. So the way that we develop our relationship with contractor, with subcontractors is this. One, they're all vetted. Two, their insurance, general liability, and workers comp is on file with us for your safety and our safety, so everybody's protected. Number three, we stand behind their warranty no matter what. So if they do a shoddy job, which they won't, but let's say something happened, you have our warranty, not just a subcontractor who may be gone, who are notoriously less financially stable than in our company. The other thing that I wanna share with you is this. If you call up a subcontractor, you will not get the rates. Why? Because there is a hard cost to going out in estimating a project and facilitating the entire process with the insurance company, with the supplements, with the scopes, being here during the install after invoicing the insurance company on your behalf, we do not bill for that. They're factored into all of the project expenses. However, if you were to go find a, your own subcontractor, you are gonna end up paying the same thing or darn close to it. The reason that we use subcontractors is all they do is installations. They don't know this entire process. They are not experts when it comes to the insurance claims process. We are, all right? So um, I hope that helps answer that question. I get it a lot. And you will find some people that will say, oh, you know, forget it, I'll find someone to do it cheaper. My, there was a guy that sold for us, his name was Brad. Brad called it the Walmart mentality. And at some point you just can't beat the Walmart mentality. That's people that, uh, um, that's people that are just prices all that matters. And you just gotta let them go. Not everyone's gotta be your customer. So I hope that helps. I might do a video, I just said I'd do a video. I answered it, I might do another video on it. It was a really good question. Um, guys, I hope this helps. Um, stay tuned. So again, quick update. This will be the last live for a while because I'm doing more videos and I, I'm doing videos 100% on what you suggest. Email me, post in the comments. You ask, I answer. I'm building all of this around request. Um, and I want to free up my time 
to be out and producing more videos for you guys. Um, I'm also going to jump on and probably do some lives here and there. So the best way to get notified is to hit the bell and subscribe so you don't miss anything. Or download your copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library. There's a link in the description. It'll get you on the email list. You can, uh, I'll follow up with you personally. You'll get um, a chance to submit uh, questions. I answer people in video um, emails, by the way, so you can check that out. And uh, if you haven't done it and you're, you are interested, check out the link for the Marketing Battle Pack. There's a link in the description. It's affordable for new salespeople uh, by design. And my goal is to help you get a two to 10 times return on your first sale. Um, but yeah, so that's it, guys. Thanks for being here. If you like the video, give it a thumbs up. If you have any comments, suggestions, things you want to see more of, less of, I, someone said swag, so I'm looking into swag. So again, you guys run this channel. Thanks for being here and being part of it. And uh, I'll be seeing you soon. And let's see. It says, thank you, Adam. Appreciate your content. Look forward to seeing you when you sit down with Roofing Insights. <laughs> cool. They run a good, a good channel over there. So uh, be well, guys, and we'll catch you later. Take care. Hey, thanks again for joining me on this episode of the Roof Strategist Podcast. If you are out on a roof or driving around in your truck, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes, including links to all my products and services, or to download your free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library. And remember, all of my content is built around one simple principle. You ask, I answer. So what would you like me to cover in an upcoming episode? Email me personally, Adam at roofstrategist.com. That's Adam at roofstrategist.com. Don't forget to subscribe and write a review for the podcast, and I'll see you next time.